Welcome to this broadcast. This broadcast is in particular related to Divine Mercy Sunday, which this is today. In the foundational church, this is the day which it is looked at, celebrated and um, basically dived into more greatly. Um, now, if you are righteous, you walk with God or you walk with Christ in a way or you are just still growing in the faith and you're not really sure you feel righteous but you're not sure really if you're walking with God if you don't have um an ongoing everyday prayerful time on a constant basis or you're not really reading the bible you're not um engaging that way it might be difficult for you to comprehend this and this particular uh day that is looked at and and thought of and meditated on um you might not be aware of this so much in any case some of you may be coming to this where you are you are aware of this you do this you are very clear that you might have things that you need to improve on that you want to change and it's going to be very easy for you to say this this and this is something that I need to change you may have already actually been able to get to um, a mass today or um, to a church service today and you will have um, considered all of this and been able to pray about it. Some of you will either have just been in communion, in spiritual communion, but you, some of you may not have actually uh, have been so understanding that you are a part of that. Some of you will completely and some of you will have received um, communion. So there are various levels across the communities of the faith groups at this time. And so this is a very good um, broadcast to bring it all together, I believe. A lot of people might not have been able to go today for whatever reasons. Um, today we in the United Kingdom, um, whatever our thoughts and feelings are with regards to different different people or different um levels of um the ascension within the kingdom um we are going through a national time of mourning so this is a period of 8 days in the kingdom regardless of our um level of um understanding and spiritual communion with each other perhaps we still to learn and to grow into greater depths with that. Some of us may be completely aware, some of us uh, completely lacking awareness. There are various levels across the United Kingdom and across the four nations which are close by us and all the other nations throughout the world. Again, completely different levels even within the actual kingdom itself, as I say. Um. So again, different thoughts, different feelings, depending on their levels of ascension. So this eight days of mourning may mean that you do not go um, or you haven't stepped out, you haven't gone um, to church as such, or you haven't been to a mass anyway. And with regards to the pandemic, many people will not be able to go to mass or there may not be spaces. They may not have been able to phone up in time to get to this. So this is a really good um, 
broadcast for all those who may be concerned about this at this time, but want to join in or to learn a little bit more about Divine Mercy Sunday. So Divine Mercy Sunday is all about, obviously, for those that, that understand in Christ, know what Christ did for us. It's very obvious um, with regards to that huge amount of mercy that God had and has. Um, we also understand the varying degrees to which each person has a relationship or doesn't with Christ. And then therefore, based upon that, their level of mercy that they feel within themselves with regards to themselves or other people outside of themselves. Also knowledge and awareness. Um, sometimes when people um, see something and is linked to the law, uh, they can blame themselves if they don't have awareness of our relationship with Christ. Um, they can be very, very harsh on themselves or perhaps others. Other times they can have a great deal of mercy and they have a great deal of wisdom and perhaps some people are able to hold to um, things in their mind at the one time that yes, this is the law, this is what we need to do. But there's also that level of mercy and understanding um, for different people and their levels of like, um, let's say educational needs or mental or emotional um, varying degrees or levels that they may have. So there's a wider understanding of all people, even for the, themselves. And so there's a great uh, level of mercy but also that kind of still you know a balance there with wanting to kind of do the best themselves and make sure you know um, and also stand up for others and um, doing their best as well for the greater good of all people and so again varying degrees we're all going to be going through this continual uh, learning and ascension with all these things now um I mean, this draws to mind particularly one of our um, nations here um, within the four nations of the United Kingdom and uh, Ireland and, and how that's actually like progressing on, on their level, what's going on there with them. And you can see the level of mercy, the level of freedom and how that's playing out on their stage in particular. And that's something to, to really consider. And so we, we pray for them, for all the people over there at this time. Everybody really, but particularly God's people. Okay, so we're going to have a look at this then. And let's have a think about it. So Divine Mercy, I've actually got in front of me um, something that I was going to listen to, a video with what was actually prescribed for Sunday of April 2019 and this is like you know during the time of course when people couldn't get to a mass or couldn't go to communion in that same way but we all know that there's one mediator um, and of course those in the reformation will tell you this very clearly there's one mediator and that's Jesus Christ so they'll be very strong and very able to tell you that quickly but how much any person within that level of the order is actually doing that again, that is another thing to really meditate upon and really consider. Like, are you actually going to that mediator? 
Are you like having communion with Christ? Are you mindfully doing that? Or are you just running on autopilot? So again, the levels there of the actual putting that application, you know, into practice has to be kind of looked at as well. On a day like this, um, you know, uh, if it's something that part of the church um, in the Catholic church are doing, why not consider this not just today, but every single day day and so therefore some people are doing that every single day they are thinking about this in a prayerful mindful way but if you are just wandering along saying that you understand that Jesus is the mediator um but you're not applying that then then that all of that um you know mercy all of that uh, understanding that God has all of that um relationship and all the goodness that can come from that can just like go by the wayside so it's very important not to be complacent with regards to the relationship that we have with Christ okay Now, some of us will be able to give great levels of mercy. Some of us, you know, when people look at us and they see who we um, are kind to or, you know, who we give our mercy to, they might even think that we are one in a link with them as well at the same time, not realising we're actually extending a huge amount of mercy here. And this is like love for a neighbour in God. And so there's an important point there to be very mindful about when you see people and you can not understand how they can possibly make an alliance there, an alignment, what's going on, why are they giving them so much help or mercy or care and attention? That is probably because of the fact that Christ is present in their lives and they are wanting the best for that person in God who is also another member of um, God's children, God's wider family. So be aware of that as well because this is the kind of day, but many days actually throughout the kingdom, we will see people coming together. It's quite um, normal for me it always has been for me so I'm speaking personally to um to have all people both um you know Protestants and Catholics actually coming together and being as friends I don't know about you where you stay um but for me that's just been a normal part of my upbringing I just give glory and thanks to God for um my upbringing my parents and who were amazing with all of that and still are today and uh, that's just that's one of these uh, beautiful things that I have been brought up like so thanks be to God for that um so for those of you that that haven't been brought up like that and we just pray that you can uh come to sort of some understanding even through me um talking about it here um that people can help each other to learn to grow in the way by expressing their variances within their similarities as well. And the similarity being that of those of us from God are from God and that's the biggest similarity that we come together with. And then from there, um, understanding that the, the potential 
differences are actually just ways of um, that we can share to talk about and discuss that help us to grow in alignment in a greater way that help each of us to add building blocks to ourselves as well as to each other and um, we can all benefit from. So let's have a look further into Divine Mercy and what else I might need to say about this. All right, so what it says here is obviously, now I'm going to give different levels of this, okay. So those of you that are walking in righteousness now, it's maybe a good idea to give thanks right now um, for that. So God, we give thanks to you above all for this level of wisdom that we already have of the righteousness that your Holy Spirit allows those who accept the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ to walk in to know and that that is what has kept her robes clean no matter what others may have projected onto us from outside of us that don't have God. God we thank you that you cover us with your robe of righteousness that the illusions that others might have of things that are not real but that they make up in their own mind according to their own problems not having you, God, we just thank you that we are protected from that and protected from the evil snares of the devil. Lord, thank you for your righteousness. It is your righteousness that fills those of us that accept the Holy Spirit already. Thank you so much. Okay, so those of you that are not walking in righteousness, we're going to um, to do something for you now. Okay, so if you feel unrighteous just now, um, and you can't accept the Holy Spirit, you can't accept communion. Um, I'm not really sure what else you can do. <laughs> I don't know what else you can do. Um, if you're feeling unrighteous, if there's something that you feel like, okay, what I would say is um, ask God now to come closer to you um, we pray, God, that you come closer to those that feel unrighteous at the moment, that feel that something's weighing them down. They're maybe just not sure what it is, um, that there's something that they maybe feel that they could do better with. Or some of them that may be coming to you, God, in this moment in time may be very aware of what it is. So understanding all these different people in these different places, God, we ask you now to hear their prayer to show and to highlight perhaps something of what it is that needs to be done in terms of their improvement now. Something that will just make their lives easier, simpler and will bestow upon them that level of mercy that they need to actually maybe accept themselves or give to, to someone else. Um, and let's just ask ourselves what that might be. If there's something in particular as you're doing this um, exercise, if something comes to you, if you feel unrighteous or, you know, you're, you're just not sure or for those of you that are certain about something, then this is the time where it'll come to mind possibly and you'll be able to then ask Jesus to help you with that. 
ask for forgiveness and for a way to resolve this. What is it that Jesus is saying to you about this? And just take some moments um, to really understand this. And perhaps in this time, you might find that, yes, there's something you really need to do to change. Or perhaps you actually might find complete resolution um, and resolve in that maybe it's not your fault at all. Maybe there isn't actually a sin there. Maybe the devil has been tricking you to think that there is something. Well, ask, find out. And in that time, you will grow deeper in your understanding for whatever it is that might be sticking. And you'll receive God's actual thoughts and words over that situation. And that is the very most important point. Because usually what goes on in a matter of like something where you're just, you know, stuck on or something that needs to, um, you need to move on from, perhaps it might just be a devilish snare. So work through that and ask God what God actually says about you in the situation and then you'll be able to receive that free-flowing feeling. And that is the the level of grace, really, um, many times. Um those of us walking in the righteousness, accepting Christ's Holy Spirit, are going to just experience that grace anyway. And so I thank um, God for ministering to these people who need this now. You can pause the broadcast at various times if need be. And for those of us walking in righteousness already, God, I thank you once again for that grace and to be able to have received the Holy Spirit of Christ. All right, so let's have a look at this. And this is what will be a sticking point with regards to righteousness, okay? So Romans chapter 3 and it's verse 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. And it says here, there is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. Verse 11. Well, we know that in itself is not true because we do seek after God. We seek to have um, Jesus Christ. So that is the gospel. Um, and perhaps it pertains to certain people. Yes, because the, the word is true. So it will be true to a certain extent. But there is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. Well, well, clearly people do seek after God. Okay, right. So what does this mean then? Let's have a, a think about this. Who is it that's talking about this? Um, this is basically um, St. Paul that is talking about this. It is in Romans. So it's in his epistle. Um, and he is the apostle to the Romans. So he is saying this to them. So it is a particular group of people that he's speaking to in a particular time frame. So you need to look at context as well. Okay, so clearly he's not counted amongst that because he, well, he is obviously seeking after God and trying to do the work of God in that particular moment in time as well. So we also want to understand that when you are receiving the Holy Spirit, as we know that it talks about in Acts, if you look particularly at Acts 2, 
it um, talks about how the Holy Spirit comes upon um, at Pentecost, chapter 2, and obviously the descent of the Holy Spirit. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And let's go to verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's verse 21. I'm going to look up to verse 17 as well. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. Okay, so God pouring out the spirit then therefore on people. That Holy Spirit is very righteous it is um god seeking it is continually like communing um in and with god with because of jesus christ so there are going to be people obviously in that way that do i'm one of those people i search after god well like you just have to look at my family crest but that's also something that is innately within me is a constant um wanting to commune at that highest level that i can so actually um, you know, we have to look at things in context as well. So some of you that will receive um, the Holy Spirit, then therefore you cannot say something uh, bad about your own spirit. You have to be very, very careful and cautious about what you say and you cannot condemn the Holy Spirit um, of Christ that is within you. Um, and if that is happening, you need to rebuke the devil. So be very, very cautious about that. There could be two different types of people depending on where they are with their relationship with God. That is very important to get this into context here. And we know that um, the point is that in life it's a process. So sometimes some of you might feel a certain way at some point and then feel quite differently at another point because you're in a new part of that kind of climb if you like in the ascent and something's maybe happened and maybe makes you kind of question whatever it is that you're going through and that could be a point where you really are pondering and that's when Jesus needs to kind of wash your feet again perhaps even although you know you had taken on the Holy Spirit maybe something made a setback so again it's about just questioning that asking you know it's an individual process and um we do understand that we all need to kind of like um really give our focus and attention to god so that in itself is a united requirement it's not something that's an individual process but the way and the levels to which we're able and capable of doing that these are individual very individual unique processes Okay, so for those of you that haven't yet received the Holy Spirit or haven't, um, or have a difficulty with receiving the Holy Spirit, um, and need many kind of like resources to keep you in that remembrance, keep you on track, um, for those that will be doing this on a, a probably usually a daily basis as well. Even those of you that are, you know, those of us that walk in um, righteousness still worshipping on a daily basis um, will to some extent be around um, others who maybe perhaps need this. So these are for supporters too. But those um, who must um, go to uh, through the Catholic Church and do communion normally, what it, what's actually said is that you should um, make an act of contrition um, so you're 
going through what I've walked you through and then you are resolving to do the best that you can through it if there's something that's sticking and also go to um, confess and then obviously your communion as well. And for those of us that have um, Christ and that have the Holy Spirit and have that one mediator already, then obviously for us that's slightly different because we're ministering um, with the Holy Spirit unto ourselves. And so we simply give thanks. Um, communion is ongoing, therefore. Okay, um, <laughs> that aside, blessings to everybody. And I... Um, yeah, I just wish you all the best, wish us all all the best, especially those of us in God. Many blessings and have an amazing Sunday. Glory to God. One thing that I wanted to add was um, resolving. And this is really important that sometimes we might ask for how can we do something better or not how can we but is there something that we need to do better that we that we need to be reminded of <clears throat> and then so that we can resolve to do something better about it um what we also need to pray for is not just that god will minister to us what it is or what we need to do to resolve or to make things better but actually to give us the ability to be able to comprehend that, to actually assimilate that knowledge into a way that will be applicable, easy to apply. So also the wisdom for how to apply God's word as well is what some of us may need to ask for. And this is so important because it can't just stop at what is it that we need to do to make things better or what do we need to make better? But Actually, how? Like, God grant us the wisdom to know how to apply that. And not just how to apply it, but God give us the strength, the wisdom, the courage, the actual ability to follow that through, to actually apply what it is that you're giving us wisdom about. Thanks be to God. before people had Jesus Christ or the opportunity to accept the Holy Spirit um, or all these other methods in terms of communion, um, repentance through um, exposing what was coming to their mind of what they maybe needed to change, all the rest of it. Back in the days before that, here we've got 2 Chronicles and it's chapter... 29, um, and here's what the Levites were told, the priests, what they had to do. Um, uh, Hezekiah was reigning in Jerusalem for 29 years, I believe. And in that first reign, in the first month, 
he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and he, he gathered the priests and the Levites together. And he said this, and it's from verse 5 of chapter 29. 2 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 5. And said unto them, Hear me, ye Levites, sanctify now yourselves, and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers, and carry forth the filthiness out of the holy place. So it's like a huge spiritual cleansing, but a cleansing in their practices, perhaps a cleansing in the things that were in the temple, perhaps throwing certain things out and starting again. Sanctification was a spiritual thing, but it was a very physical thing too. And it was about the practices that they were they were committing or had been committing or had been used to because of the way that they had been brought up by their forefathers. And so an idea of this, ongoing progression in wanting to do things better. Okay. But now, obviously, again, we have God. So a lot of that is in spiritual communion to those that can accept. And for those that can't, Sometimes they really need to go to an actual church, to someone who can, who can help facilitate the mediator. So that's why there are different levels and different practices across the many different churches. In any case, it's far better to try and to look for facilitation of having the mediator in your life than doing nothing at all. So... For those of us that can commune in Christ with God, that's great. And that may look to some like, oh, they're able to do that. They're doing that on their own. That doesn't mean to say we're not doing that when it looks like we're not going to church or we're not having that physical communion in some respects at some points at some times. It doesn't mean we're not actually really fully invested in that. I have just sat for minutes end there thinking to myself like I feel like I'm righteous because I've got the Holy Spirit but I just want to double check this God is there anything like let's just like uncover all these different things and look at these and see like what is actually really consciously felt and thought about about these different subjects okay and so I went through each and every one of them so there is like a, a huge dedication behind the scenes that you may not understand or you may not get to see and, and that's important to understand that it's not just about what is seen, it's about what is behind the scenes and all the work and the effort, not in a striving way, but in a way that is appropriate unto God. An act of spiritual communion. God, you told us that all we needed to do was to accept your son, believe your son and accept him into our heart and soul. And I've already done this communion, people, so please bear with me. You can maybe even hear people around about 
outside for the right, adding in their own little sound um, parts to this. Um, so that's great. Bear with us. Um, so God, I just know that's the truth, but I'm saying that for the benefit of those that are listening in and so that they will do the same, that they will accept Jesus into their heart and soul. And I also pray that although I'm not receiving you in a sacramental way in that way at this time, that there's no point, as I had actually said privately in prayer, to receive you sacramentally if we don't first already receive you spiritually and accept you wholeheartedly. And although all of those parts, spiritually and sacramentally, are wonderful, it's so important and everything that we need is there in the Spirit because it is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that quickeneth and it's not about all the things as much as it is about the Spirit. It's the Spirit that quickeneth and we know about the flesh. We can't look for it in the flesh. But when we have all those parts together, it's wonderful. But right now, it is a spiritual communion. And so I thank you that you do come into my heart and my soul. And into the hearts and souls of those that accept you that are listening to this particular broadcast. God, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, I asked before in my um, prayer that, you know, whatever it is, don't let there be, you know, a, a devilish snare whereby the devil makes it, um, us think that everything is all right or the complete antithesis that the devil makes us think that everything's not all right when it actually is. But keep us in your robe of righteousness by being there with us, by guiding us easily in the way and make us able to be guided in ways that are easeful and doable and applicable in the way.